For those of you who are tuning in, this is Off the Shelf. I am Nicole Fowles, and my new co-host that I'd like to introduce you all to today is our Deputy Director of the Delaware County District Library, Miss Molly myers Labady. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome. I feel honored to be here as the co-host. <laughs> I'll do my best. You, you will be great. We have, we have worked together many a yes. time, um, and then you have also been in my shoes many a time when I have, I have decided to have babies, so... Uh-huh. I remember that time. Uh, well, the voice you heard on the lead-in was uh, that of Fred Schaefer, who was the one who helped us originate this wonderful show mm-hmm. off the shelf. But behind the board, we have Gage Tellis today. I put something together to make that happen for you. Thank you, Gage. <laughs> and our guest today is Hannah Simpson. She is our communications specialist at the library, and she is going to be talking to us about a special visit from an actress, author, producer, Felicia Day. Welcome, Eek! Hannah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, this is this is a really exciting day. So I'm not going to say that it's the ushering in of a new era, but a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. We're going to bring a whole different kind of energy to this show. We really are. <laughs> George has always said, uh, and, and for those of you who are listening who may not have known, George retired on September mm-hmm. 30th. So he is now probably listening while he's sitting at home drinking his coffee and, um, I don't know, doing the wordle. Sitting at home. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's me and Molly. But we're going to keep the same format mm-hmm. with just a little bit more manic energy. Absolutely. Oh. And more weird <laughs> trips to strange places yes. and random things popping up. Yeah. So if you're just now joining us for the first time, stay tuned because it'll be fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way that we always start our show is we begin by something that we've been uh, reading, watching, listening to, mm-hmm. binging on, or anything like that lately. So I will begin with Molly. What have you been? Reading? Well, I decided to go because this is now going to be my new challenge: is oh, yeah. keeping up with books each week. Oh, good luck! So I actually went back to the beginning of this year in my reading. Lucky. <laughs> and yeah, I know I've got an advantage there. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about. I read uh, Cast. It was the first book I read this year: The Origins of Our Discontent by Isabel Wilkerson. It was a fascinating read. I have to say it was sort of a, a hard read because it's that whole idea of the caste system. You know, they talk about India, but they also talk about the U.S., the Nazis. There's a lot to unpack in all of this, how caste systems start, how they move. I mean, think about, you know, growing up, I always heard that term, the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought of that as a caste system. I, I thought of caste being in India, where we had heard about a caste system. Sure, yeah. But really kind of breaking it down and how we set that up and what it takes to try to work against the caste system too so i I don't want to go into all the details it's a fascinating read and i think it's a a, something to adventure on your own but i highly suggest cast the origins of our discontent by isabel wilkinson just learning about the stories i mean martin luther king jr Mm -hmm. went to india and he was talking and they were talking about his place in caste and sort of his response to the idea of that caste system And, you know, it's easy today to look back on that, but it was really, you know, that really struck me when I was reading that, how this affects us as we go forward. That is very fascinating. I know. I pulled that. I I went kind of lower energy there, didn't I? That's all right. (laughs) Mine mine will be maybe mid-level. Where are you at, Hannah? (laughs) I, like Molly, do not have to do this week to week. (laughs) Well, Molly does not. I do now. But 
So I went back to my favorite thing I've read all year. Oh, good. It is called The Force of Such Beauty. Um, and it's it's fiction by Barbara Borland, and she writes about sort of gilded cages. So her first book was about fashion magazines and a, and a woman who died seemingly from starvation, but because of beauty standards. But this book, um, The Force of Such Beauty, uh, follows a South African young woman named Caroline, and she's a she set the world record for the marathon. And then she falls. She trips while she's running and and just shatters her face, shatters her hips. Wow. And what does she do? Well, she her sponsors pay for a very fancy rehab and re- facial reconstruction. And she comes out more beautiful than ever. And in her rehab center in, like, Switzerland, it's very lush and cushy. And mm-hmm. she meets the prince of a small nation. Oh, I like this Monaco. book already. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, the gilded cage is she becomes the princess of this. And then she, she keeps trying to escape after a few years, like... This is not what she signed up for, although it is definitely what she signed up for <laughs> when you read the book. And it is, it is, and uh, the author in her acknowledgments, she's like, all of these details I pulled from princesses throughout history. Okay. I pulled wow, it from Princess yeah. Grace. I pulled it from Princess Caroline. I pulled it from even back in the 1300s, these right? kind of princesses. Yeah. And it's dark, but I liked it. I, I like things that are very, uh, have a high sense of aesthetic. And so, of course, a small Mediterranean nation is going to yes. be beautiful yeah and a lot of the like you're like there's no way you have to have rules like this to live in this country for even the non-royals and that's true actually of monaco um yeah. and so it was but it was beautiful i devoured it um it's one that i read from the library and then purchased immediately because i had to have it in my house oh nice <laughs> you know yes. when i was young i always wanted that princess i had that dream i was going to marry a prince and as i get older and i read what it's like to be royal no way no, i mean you. i do have a a sparkly fancy tiara that I bought, yes. but um, <laughs> <That's too high. laughs> that's about all I need. I think I don't need that media blitz or the rules or the, you know, the people telling me what to do every day. Yes. I feel like I would have a problem with that. Or what to wear. <laughs> um, Nicole, your Aquarius is showing. I know. I know. I would have, I would have a big problem with that. I would not mind somebody telling me what to wear every day. <laughs> I hate picking You're out You're always so put together though. Well, I have put together I have a envy. small closet to choose from. <laughs> and she, and in this book she does, um, she discovers that her whole life, she's she feels like breeding stock. Her whole job is to have oh, to produce heirs, heir right. and a spare, an heir and a spare, and and that is yeah, and, that, and it becomes her whole. She hadn't. She's a runner. She was thin. She like was not. Her body was built to run marathons, not give birth. Yeah, and and also it thinks about what your what an athletes are like. You're young, and then you Ugh. you run your marathons, and you're done at 22, Gosh. and then you yeah. have the whole expanse of your life ahead of you. Yeah. Talking about athletes and their quote unquote retirements at you know 32. Yes, <laughs> you know, and no fo- financial literacy, and right. yeah. so yeah. oh, and the fear of injuries, like that whole. My niece just started mm-hmm. running junior high, mm-hmm. and like her ankles hurt, and I'm like, this could knock out all of her sports. Right. Like, if this isn't, it's crazy the pressure that is on athletes to stay in one piece. <laughs> yes, our bodies are fragile. Take care of them. Love them. Give them all the good things. Remind so, us the title and the author The again. Force of Such Beauty by Barbara Borland. That sounds, that sounds great. I am talking about, along with our theme, this uh, second half of the show of us having um, the great one and only Felicia Day joining us um, <gasps> on her. October 15th. Um, we are also having another author come in November on November 12th named Tommy Orange. He wrote a book called There There. And so that's what I wanted to talk about this week. I finished it several weeks ago and it's probably taken me that long to process it. Yes. <laughs> um, the story is about 
Um, basically, it follows 12 characters, all from native communities. And I'm using the word native because that's what Tommy uses mm-hmm. in the book. Um, but you might know it as American Indians, uh, Native Americans, or indigenous peoples. All of those terms are terms that that community is still recognizing. Um, but in this particular book, Tommy uses the term native. Um, and that's how most of his characters recognize themselves as native peoples. Um so it follows these 12, these 12 individuals, and they're in Oakland, uh, California. They're all traveling to what's called the Big Oakland Powwow. Um, and it's like most of what we would know today of these cultural mm-hmm. events that celebrate um, you know, the history of other cultures. So anyone can go and attend this Big Oakland Powwow, but of course it's celebrating Native culture. And um, it is, uh, sorry, yeah, to, it, and the powwow takes place at the Oakland A's baseball stadium, yes. which is very beautiful juxtaposition between classic American baseball, such an American concept, yeah. and then you put the native celebration and the powwow on top of it. It's really beautiful the yeah. way he set it yeah. up. There I is, agree. There is so much beauty in this story and so much trauma in this story, and that's a really great way to put it, Hannah. And I think that's also why it's good to note that this was a Pulitzer Prize honor book. Yeah. Um, he... It, it has these all of these different people. There's Jackie Redfeather, who's newly sober and trying to pull back together the family that she left behind. There's Dean Oxendine, who's um, trying to figure out his life and continue a, a project that his uncle had continued by um, telling the stories of Native people and capturing them on film and putting them into a documentary. Um, there's 14-year-old Orville, who is just um, kind of finding his voice in the Native community and he's coming to perform a traditional dance um, yeah. for the very first time. Um, it is really, really beautiful. But I wanted to, Tommy, of course, himself, this is a what you would call own voices story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy is an enrolled member of the Cheyenne and Arapaho tribes of Oklahoma. Um, and he was born and raised in Oakland, California. And so he has this really great way of telling the story of urban natives, which sounds, you know, like those two words don't go together, but he does it beautifully. I wanted to read um, just some of the, some of what he writes in this book is like poetry. And um, he talks about um, an urban Indian belongs to the city and cities belong to the earth. Everything here is formed in relation to every other living and non-living thing from the earth. All our relations, the process that brings anything to its current form, chemical, synthetic, technological, or otherwise, doesn't make the product not a product of the living earth. Buildings, freeways, cars, are these not of the earth? Were they shipped from Mars or the moon? Is it because they're processed, manufactured, or that we handle them? Are we so different? Were we at one time not something else entirely, homo sapiens, single-celled organisms, space dust, unidentifiable pre-bang quantum theory? Cities form in the same way as galaxies. Mm -hmm. And this is just one paragraph of a novel that is pure poetry. Um, So I would definitely recommend picking it up now so Mm -hmm. that you can read it before Tommy comes on November 12th. Um, He will be at our Orange Branch Library. It is a free visit. Um, But yeah, that's There There by Tommy Orange. You know, I read it. He was winning all the new author awards the year this came out. So I ended up reading it that year. And I have to say, I have aggressively pushed this book on more people mm-hmm. than I think any other book in the last five years. Because mm-hmm. once I read it, it was complex, but easy to read. Uh-huh. I didn't feel Absolutely. like it was ever 
anything that I couldn't relate to were over my head, but I was learning the whole time. And right. and the surprises in it are just... It's what I would call accessible. Yeah. It doesn't feel it's like... It's accessible it's, literature. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel like it's it's pushing anything upon you. Yeah. you. You can still follow a story. You can still follow a character. And if you catch those layers, good for you. But if you don't, it's okay. Yeah. You'll still enjoy it and, exactly. and get the And message. get something from it, yes. yeah. yeah. And, the, and the title is... From a famous quote by the one and only Gertrude Stein. I love that woman. Mm -hmm. Um, She was originally from Oakland as well. And she would, when people would ask her about it, she would say, well, there's no there there. Like, you could go there, but what what is it? And he delves into that. And so, like, it's another one of those layers about Oakland in general. Mm -hmm. Yes. In the shadow of the bay and all of that. And and I appreciate people reading it for the first time and learning about the history of Alcatraz. I'm not going to totally go into that. but if you forgot about that. If you don't know the history of Alcatraz, it is fascinating. And the only reason that I knew anything about that is because I took a visit out to Oakland and San Francisco and Alcatraz several years ago. And so they told the history of uh, the natives on Alcatraz. That's going to definitely be one of my bucket list trips. That's so Molly. It is. It's cool. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, we are going to take our first break and uh, well our only break until we say goodbye but our first break and then we'll see you on the other half uh, with Hannah Simpson talking about Felicia Day. Welcome back. I am Nicole Fowles, your host here today with my brand new co-host, Molly myers Labady. Hello again. Welcome, welcome, Molly. We're so happy to have you um, on the crew of Off the Shelf. Excited to be here, learning a little <laughs> bit new from you each time. Every time, so. every time. Just get ready for it. But I don't plan on having any more babies, so you don't need to like completely take it. <laughs> Hannah's you. like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are joined today by Hannah Simpson, communications specialist at the Delaware County District Library. We're going to talk about about a special visit from oh someone. Gosh, I'm so tell, us, tell us who she is and why she's special. Uh, her name is Felicia Day. <laughs> and oh, I'm so excited. If you're listening, and she has written two books. Mm-hmm. One called "You're Never Weird on the Internet," almost, almost, which is connected. sort of. It's not really. It's kind of a biography, but it's really just a. It's a memoir. That's what yes, it is. It's it is a, a memoir, memoir about yeah. her her unconventional upbringing and. Why Being Geeky is Incredible, which Mm -hmm. is something we celebrate at the library. And then their other book is called Embrace Your Weird. And it's sort of a workbook on creativity. Yes. Yes. Um, And so, but you may know her if you have not read those books, if you're listening, because she is an actress. Mm -hmm. She was on Supernatural and The Magicians. And uh, during the writer's strike of 2007, she was in a YouTube show called Dr. Horrible's Sing-Along Blog, which we Mm -hmm. just showed this week at The Strand. And it was a blast. It was so much fun. So we are bringing her as the kickoff to our great Geek Fest, our Comic-Con, because we're here to geek it, geek out. like. And she's the perfect person, and we're so oh psyched. Oh, my gosh, yes. She is. This has been a work in progress. So, Hannah, why don't you give us a little bit of the backstory of where how we got to where we are today. And I, my eyes glaze over, and I look into the distance. It, the year was 2019, <laughs> and it, we were prepping up for 2020, which is to be our fifth annual Great Geek Fest, and they said, go big. And we said, all right. So, we're, so we started to book Felicia. We had all our contracts ready in, like, February, and then, you know, we all know what happened. This thing, happened in March. That it thing happened. And, and so we're like, yeah, yeah we, it'll be fine. It'll be fine by the fall. She can still come. Yeah. No, that's uh-huh. not what happened in the fall of 2020. <laughs> no. And then last year, we still were not quite comfortable because of that Delta surge. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. now it's two years later, but we've got her. She'll be here next weekend, the 15th, next Saturday. She's be great. still a magical being, in my opinion. She is delightful to work with so far, and I cannot wait for you guys to get around her and yeah. hear her speak. And she's so, just like a little ray of 
sunshine. So she'll be at the uh, Willis Education Center, yes. which if you're not familiar, that's located in downtown Delaware on West Williams Street. Um, it is a former, I don't know, middle school, mm-hmm. intermediate school. Now it's the administrative offices for Delaware City Schools. United Way is located there. But it has a beautiful auditorium, a little mm-hmm. bit newly refurbished. Um, parking is a special thing at Willis. What, we, what do we know about parking for it? Uh, well, there are two lots very, very close. There is mm-hmm. one um, across the street. It, it, there's like an empty like grassy lot, yeah. but just behind that grassy lot, there's a parking lot that, mm-hmm. we, that mm-hmm. we are allowed to park at. And then there's a lot behind the Domino's Pizza, which is mm-hmm. next door mm-hmm. um, on Washington Street. Uh, that, and all street parking. And there's yes. tons of street parking in the Northwest neighborhood right there by downtown Delaware. And it's such a lovely place to walk around. I gorgeous. love walking around downtown Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do live just around the corner from Willis, <laughs> so it, it is prime location for yes. me. So it is a free visit. It's on mm-hmm. Saturday, October 15th, beginning at 7 o'clock p.m. What can we expect on that evening? Well, doors will open at 6.30. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Get there, get your seat. There's not really assigned seating. Um, and, and we'll have some information about the Geek Fest, which is the following weekend. And Beanbag Books, our buddies, will yes. be there selling her books. And if you buy a book, um, you can get it signed by Felicia after her speech, mm-hmm. after her presentation. She's going to be talking about creativity and embracing your weirdness mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and then we'll, we'll, and she'll be signing books and taking selfies. And we're just, it's just going to be like a happy, geeky evening. Yeah, we're really happy to present this for free to the community. Um, we have, you know, semi-limited seating, just, you know, mm-hmm. what the what the auditorium will allow us to have. So um, if you want to make sure that you're on the list, visit uh, DelawareLibrary.org slash event or events, and you'll be able to um, click on the October 15th date and RSVP for your seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll make sure you're on the list. You know, and if you need to do a quick mm-hmm. catch up who Felicia Day is, yeah. if you don't have a lot of time, I got to talk about my favorite Felicia Day thing. By all the means. Guild. Yes. Her uh, YouTube, I think it did. You she created it. Yes. She, crea- she dreamed it up herself and she covers it in her book. It is incredible what it she is. did to make this it's happen. Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons fans, this is going to be so much fun for you. It's about a group of Dungeons and Dragons Um Friends who get together and start just seeing the reality of it. As a geek girl from the 90s, when geek wasn't as chic as it is today, mm-hmm. I have to say I really related to a lot of what she's put into the web series, into her books, into things like that. Um, if you don't know much about geek, my dad used to watch or read things like that to find out what my world was like. <laughs> so I highly suggest that as another way to get in there. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's all available on YouTube. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was very popular on YouTube, in fact. Um, she was sponsored by by YouTube. It was yes. YouTube, and that uh, the guild was also sponsored by Xbox. I think so. Yes, the, she goes over right. that in her book. Mm-hmm. It, she, the sponsorship mm-hmm. was money from Xbox to like, and it really kind of pushed her out through the door. Like we mm-hmm. think about people are making all these crazy things on the internet. And I love that she says nobody's weird on the internet because this is something that just helped her through that door mm-hmm. to get on all the things that we've loved her supernatural and all the I love all the geeky things. It's so funny her upbringing too. I talked about it previously when we talked about um, her book. You're never weird on the internet, almost. But she had this she had this upbringing as a homeschool student mm-hmm. um, because of her hippie parents and they didn't like the school system, <laughs> and so they're like, I'm going to do it myself. And uh, so they she said the morning half of her life was studies. And then uh, the second half of her day was uh, all of the lessons, all Mm -hmm. of the lessons and field trips and this and that. And so she became a violin savant 
she uh, became a math savant, and so she went to college and double majored in both. And yes. um, she graduates from University of Texas, has her violin performance and mathematics uh, double major, and uh, then goes to L.A. and's like, yeah. I'm going to be an actress. <laughs> and does it. And does it, and does yeah. It. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She said she was getting, you know, kind of typecast into the uh, the quirky uh, secretary role mm-hmm. um, and all those sorts of things. And meanwhile, while she was getting these little gigs, she was doing a lot of online gaming. And so that's yeah. really the guild is almost semi autobiographical mm-hmm. um, of her of her online gaming experience. So um, we're really excited to have Felicia Day. Like Hannah said, we had a um, a little trivia earlier this week at the Strand Theater where we preview well where we showed the whole Doctor Horrible sing along blog. Um, you can check all of her books out from the library, but I definitely recommend buying the um, Embrace Your Weird. Embrace Your yeah. Weird. Yeah. Because as Hannah said, it is a workbook. It is, you know, the you're going to want to write in it. She's going to give you prompts that are going to say something like, okay, you're walking down the street and someone spills their Starbucks. What do you do? And then, you're, mm-hmm. and then she wants you to just, just write, just do some free flow. Free flow. Yeah. You know, we don't get as much chance as adults to just get that. When mm-hmm. you're in school, you get those writing prompts and your teacher's there's something to just getting there and putting those thoughts down and just letting them go. Yes, creativity is is definitely mm-hmm. something I think many American adults struggle with tapping and using and something mm-hmm. when children were in, encouraged to use. And, and so Felicia's made a whole career of yes. it. And so if you feel like you've got a creative a bug in the back of your brain, come see Felicia. Yeah. Yes. And she's going to make you laugh. I'm really <laughs> excited to see the audience that she's going to bring because she's relatable to like Gen Xers yeah. specifically because of her her TV appearances and all of those shows that she was on in the 90s. But then I think she's going to have appeal to she had appeal to some teens who were at mm-hmm. uh, the showing earlier this week. But I think she's just because of what she's talking about creativity, pop yes. culture, she's at all of the comic cons. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. She knows all these people. Yeah. She's pretty great. It's gonna be, yeah. It's going to be really fun. There's other stuff happening at the library, though, this week, sure isn't there? Is. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have lots of things happening at the library. One of the very first things that's happening is, um, I don't know if you know, but Lego Club is back. Lego Woo-hoo! Club. <laughs> we have uh, two upcoming Lego Clubs, one at Ostrander and one at Delaware. Um, the one at Ostrander is taking place Saturday, tomorrow. If you're listening on the replay, um, you'll be able to catch the one at Delaware on Tuesday. Um, but at Ostrander, it's 2 o'clock. Um, meant for kids ages 6 to 11. It's all, you know, elementary age if you have kids who love Lego. And then Tuesday at October 11th um, at Delaware, it's going to be 6.30 p.m. and um, about the same age. We usually have some prompts. We usually have some free build. Talk about creativity. Talking about mm-hmm. creativity. Critical thinking. These are skills that we need as we grow up. Imaginative mm-hmm. play makes yes. great readers. That's and it's, that we do them in such a team way that mm-hmm. you're learning to be creative with others. Yeah. Yeah, and if you mm-hmm. have if you if you're a grown up who loves Lego and maybe your kid doesn't so much, it's okay if you come and you make them come along because <laughs> you can do it together. That's fine. Yeah. Anything else, um, Molly, that you noted on your? Uh, you know, I'm really excited about books and brews again. Yes. We go to the Daily Growler, our pal program, and on October 12th we have The Pearl by Josh Mailman. Yeah. Now I haven't read this one yet, yet. so Don't I'm going to spooky though. See if I, I, I know love, anything about Josh Mailman. It's October. It's spooky season. Mm-hmm. All the spooky shows, all the spooky books, the very little sleep because I stay awake because of them all, but I do it anyway. I have I have Pearl and I um, it's about a pig, so I'm not sure like where I'm not but it's spooky. It's a spooky pig. I'm going to like this. <laughs> 
and start. I feel like you're just going to throw all the odd and strange, and I'm going to be like, mine. That's that's where that's, mine. That's, my, that's my thing. I love odd <laughs> and strange. Um, we have two opportunities for you to meet our brand new director, Brian yes. Howard. He has been on the job shadowing with George over the month of September, and then as of Saturday, he officially took mm-hmm. the reins. Um, and he is now leading uh, the Delaware County District Library. So if you would like to meet Brian and you want to do it in just kind of like a friendly open yeah. setting with snacks, um, then I would recommend you come to the Powell Branch Library on Wednesday at um, any time between 1 and 3. Just drop in. Yeah. Brian will be there doing open office hours. Introduce yourself. Bring a business card if you um, have one. He'll exchange with his. Um, and if you can't make it to the Powell Branch Library, he'll be at the Orange Branch Library on Thursday from 4 to 6. Um same thing. He'll be in the cafe kind of right there when you first come in. Mm-hmm. Again, snacks, business cards. Say hi. I always love to go to things that have snacks. It is still a big draw for me. Right. You never They're outgrow the best. it. Never mm-hmm. outgrow it. We have some other creepy things coming up. Do you want to talk about the the creepy crafting? The creepy crafting? Mm-hmm. Of course. Coming up on Friday, a week from today. Hold on. Let me make sure I've got it up here. I'm not as smooth as you on all this yet. <laughs> Creepy Crafting is coming up Friday at the Orange Branch. The Orange Branch thing. Look at her feeding me as I'm right. getting used to this. I've <laughs> got it, like everything up. Yes, at the Orange Branch. They're going to be preparing for Halloween. So this is a program for ages 13 to 17. This is one of our teen programs. So come between 3.30 and 4.30 and expect to be making some really great creepy crafts to go around your house. I have to say, every <laughs> Halloween, I try to make my own kind of... Okay, mine are more the cutesy creepies, but crafts to add to my house. I must add something new that will come out year after year. Exactly. You just might, you just get a sheet and you just throw it over something, draw some black circles on it, and ta da, you have a ghost. <laughs> or you put a rock <laughs> down and you're like, your creativity. I know. It's this rock <laughs> is what Wait. Charlie Brown got in his basket. Yeah. <laughs> so you just pile those and there is your Ta-da. trick or treat. Exactly. <laughs> I just wrap myself in orange blankets and become the great pumpkin. I just oh, drink all the pumpkin. You may become a butterfly before all is said and done <laughs> if you do that enough. Hannah's chrysalis. <laughs> And the last thing I want to do is I want to thank, as always, our friends of the library for their sponsorship yes. of this show. Um, if you are adding Friends events to your calendar, add the one that is coming up on the 14th and 15th, which is their bargain book sale. Um, it's their last bar- bargain book sale of the year. It's at the Delaware Main Library. Friday night is 5 to 8, and Saturday is 9 to 3. Um, I believe they'll have all sorts of things at this mm-hmm. one. Usually they add media. Um, but, you know, come check out, see what you they've got. You just get a good deal with them Mm -hmm. oh yeah and all of their funding or all of the proceeds help fund things that we do at the library so so they're awesome big big thanks to our friends of the library Mm -hmm. they'll have lots of other things coming up at the end of this year thanks to um, our partners who are helping make felicia days visit possible that includes delaware city schools um, the friends beanbag books and of course the delaware county district library Hannah, oh gosh, you have been wonderful. Thank you so Excellent. much for coordinating Felicia's visit. I always have fun when I come here to the radio. Absolutely. Molly, thank you for being my new partner in crime. I'm loving it. We'll get into more and more trouble as we go. Absolutely. Gage, as always, thanks for running the board. Of course. And I'm going to continue it. Listeners, we will see you in the stacks.